Today's episode of the Chasing Daylight Podcast is sponsored by Chasing Aces Golf. Golf comes with pressures and expectations, and that includes what you wear. Chasing Aces hats, performance polos, and t-shirts keep you looking sharp from the clubhouse to the tee box. Visit ChasingAcesGolf.com. You can find them on Instagram as well at Chasing Aces Golf. Even the best are Chasing Aces. I kind of like this. Good on. <laughs> right. There's some people out there who know who this is. Leave a comment somewhere that we would see it if you know who this is. Ready? Come on. <laughs> Do you have any idea who that is? Some kind of screamo band, I don't know. <laughs> no. Oh, well. We'll leave that out in the world for those to decide. What is up, fellas? How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah. This is like the first time we've had clear, crystal clear audio in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No uh, Joe at work. No Jeremy connecting on a Macintosh. <laughs> Apple IIe. Apple's working today. <laughs> Macs are and good, no, man. No, no Julian uh, back in the distant <laughs> corner that nobody could hear talk. That's true. Uh, <laughs> that was, he had some good stuff to say, and, and nobody heard it. Nobody heard it. So. Yeah. Um, I want to start the show off first. Joe and I meant to do this a couple weeks ago. Uh, one of our most loyal listeners and fans out there, uh, Mike Kiley, uh, his Instagram handle is It's Like I'm Saying. Mark. Mark. Is it Mark? Yeah, yeah it's Mark. <laughs> Holy shit. That is terrible. Let's start over. <laughs> wow. Yeah, let's start over. <laughs> All right, so a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, God, why did I go with Mike? He was probably wondering why I was calling him Mike the other night. That's it. That, you know, that shows you what a nice guy he is because he didn't go, dude, that's not my name. <laughs> terrible. Mark, uh, stopped by Five Iron yeah. and, and hung out with us while we played. So, um, God, now I feel like an ass. Yeah, I mean, but it was cool to see him, you know, finally yeah, meet him. It was cool, cool to finally see him. Uh, never met him before. Um, we were, uh, you know, doing our five iron thing and he hung out with us for a while and, and it was cool i like when people come down and hang out yeah i would have loved to get around in with him he asked me and i asked how long he was here and he was here on a tuesday i said hey come down to five iron um hang out for a bit um would have been cool to get around in but just, just he played roads the next day early yeah he played legacy and he played roads but yeah nice to finally meet meet him man i mean cool guy takes awesome pictures um, it's a good account to follow if, if uh, absolutely you want to see some good golf stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a massive rat fart on my point. Good lord! <laughs> the return of rat farts. Oh, you know what? I did. I did that poll on the IG page. Um, let's see. I can go over it real quick. Let's not do that. Uh, let's see. It was not that one. Easy radio right now. Okay, so seventy-one uh, percent said yes. They had listened to the show. Twenty-nine percent said no. So hopefully, some of those twenty-nine percent have converted. Um, do you listen to other golf podcasts? Fifty-six percent said yes. Forty-four percent said no. So That's surprising. Hey, those forty-four percent that said no, thank you. 
we really appreciate it being the only golf podcast you listen to. Um, which do you like better, the regular shows or the interviews? This was kind of surprising. I really thought the interviews are I mean, I loved our interviews that we've done so far. There's been some amazing There's interviews. There's some really good ones that we've done, yeah. Um, but only uh, 36% like the interviews, 64 like the regular shows. You know, hey, we do regular shows every week. so it's because we're so damn sense. entertaining, man. <laughs> um, look at this Instagram segment. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, 75% thumbs up. So I think we'll continue yeah. doing that. Um, PGA Tour Talk. Uh, yes, I love it. 81%. Could care less. 19%. So... More not, people not like bad. the PGA talk than the look at this Instagram. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you miss or do you miss the rat fart segment? Fifty um, percent yes. Fifty percent. What's that? <laughs> um, so uh, a lot of new listeners coming on the show. Uh, you just got an example of what rat farts is. It's when we fuck up and uh, we like to call ourselves out on it. Let me rephrase that. I like to call ourselves out on it. <laughs> Um, and then, are there too many golf podcasts? Uh, 20% said uh, yes, and 80% said hell no. So, Surprising. thanks. Yeah, thanks everybody who uh, participated in that. There's a lot of golf podcasts out there, and we are pleased that you enjoy ours. Yes, yes we are, very much so. Um, so, I wanted to say, first off, uh, we really kind of dropped the ball on one thing. It was kind of a rat fart. There was two aces out at the waste management and we didn't mention chasing aces. That is the that show is. sponsor. <laughs> um, so each week when we see somebody that, you know, comes up with an ace that it's broadcast or something, we'll mention them. They were chasing aces and got one. Yeah. Didn't see one this last week that I do you recall anybody making anything? I do not. But one of the VGN members stuck it to two inches on number 11 at National Saturday. Michael Steiner, he's a new member to the league, won the CTP, of course. Um, but I just want to give him a little, uh, you know, congratulations. That was an amazing shot. I mean, he was chasing. Did he make there? He was, Did he make the birdie putt? <laughs> God, I, I hope so. <laughs> Man, that thing was like one rotation oh from dropping. Oh, my goodness. And they say, you know, you couldn't see it. Yeah. You no. couldn't see it. It was crazy. So All you can see is the bounce towards the pin, and then you just wonder if it's sitting in the hole. Yeah. Or, or if you meet your me, you watch it bounce off the cart path and find its <laughs> way under an oleander tree. <laughs> I thought mine on eight was hanging on the edge. Oh yeah, it we looked when so it good. looked we thought it was going in. Yeah. We totally thought it was going in. So, but we'll get to the uh, VGN tournament down in the Vegas segment. Um, some other news: it's finally happening. A lot of the PGA professionals are saying no to the Saudi league. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dustin Johnson came out and said no. Um, who was it else? The the big name Rory, Rory. Um, said no. Horschel, they've had some strong words for Phil as well. Yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I said it in our in our group chat. Um, I think it's going to be the guys that can't make the big money on tour anymore. Now, Phil did make some big money. I mean, he just won a major. And, you know, he's got exemption status for Augusta, the Open, um, the PGA Championship, 
um, and uh, the British. So, I mean, it's not going to hurt him. He's going to still get into the majors. But um, these young players that are, you know, have their whole careers in front of them and have legacies that they can make, I just don't see them going. Me neither. I don't. I Like I said, Adam Scott is a great example. Still a draw. He's a, a world-recognized player. Could go over there and make a killing. It won't. He won't sniff that kind of money in the PGA Tour anymore. His, you know, he's still a great golfer, but he's just not at that level anymore. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's dead. Dead. Yeah. I mean, even if they get those kind of caliber players like Adam Scott, I mean, I'm not tuning in to watch it. I'm not waking up at one in the morning to watch the Saudi League. I don't think that's what they're going for either. Right, they're going for the big name players. Oh Some yeah, of the, a few players in the top ten. Yeah, they're banking on like yeah. DJ to really mix and, it up. and Bryson. It's just I just think it's dead. And like you uh, said, uh, Duvall had a good tweet about it. Oh yeah, if you follow David Duvall on Twitter, he was on fire. <laughs> he yeah. it, not being shy about what he thinks about the Saudi league, and it it's nice to see somebody that has a reputable name in the golf world doing so. I think at this point too, it's it's not a good look if you do show them praise. Like Phil's getting beat up about it. I mean, with Rory's words, I mean, if you say you're down for it, like you're just gonna get beat up by the other players, and it's not a good look. I don't think. And you won't get any pit money for that either. No, because <laughs> that will not. I mean, it may be trending, but it ain't gonna be a popular trend. No. All right. Um. The other news for us, uh, Joe. You got a new driver in the bag. I did. I, I got a new driver. And he went from the store to the range to the course and put it in play. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, tell everybody what you got. Uh, so I got the Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS. Um, baller. Baller. I had ordered one on the... I was drunk one night, had a couple beers, and I said, screw it. <laughs> let's throw it on the credit card. So I ordered one. Messing around uh, with your hoagie winnings. Yeah, from uh, Worldwide Golf, and it, it didn't ship. I, I expected it to either get here on release date, which was the 18th, or at least ship the 18th, but neither happened. So I rem- I recall uh, Las Vegas Golf Superstore saying that they weren't going to get that many. So at 10.30 in the morning, 11 after my meeting on Friday, I, I said I got to go take care of something, and I left work to go down to <laughs> Las Vegas Golf Superstore, and... Um, None of them were on the shelf, and I was like, damn. So uh, first dude that talked to me, uh, he's the, the black dude over there, really cool, like younger guy. Lawrence? No, no, it wasn't Lawrence. No? Um, but yeah, he, I was like, do you have any of the triple diamonds? And he's, let me go check. So he went in the back and took him a little while. He was contemplating because he came out and he said, yeah, this was the one I had on hold for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. I felt a little bit. stole his driver. I felt a little bad, but uh, he works there. He gets a discount. He can order one. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, grabbed that. Um, and then I emailed Worldwide Golf and canceled my order, which the cancellation just went through today because it was supposed to come straight from the manufacturer, which I was surprised because I would think that it was shipped out that day because the yeah. Callaway, the Callaway site, site says shipping on the 18th, and I never got a tracking. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, went to the range, went to Las Vegas Golf Center on the Strip, and 
Those balls are smooth as ping pong balls. <laughs> like uh, Boulder Creek smooth? <laughs> oh, my. It was the worst range balls I've hit in a long time, and the balls were just flying out of the sky. So I was I, I was just getting the feel of it, I guess. So, um, Yeah, I, I, mean, I hit 30 balls with the driver, went home next morning. Uh, Trey brought out the Motori X, the Fujikura. A uh, little long for me, but felt felt decent enough. So I, I had both drivers on the range before we played uh, at national, and I was like, I'm gonna be bummed if like I don't play it. Like I'm gonna be thinking about it and wishing I had it. So I just played it through the other driver in the car, and uh, it worked out pretty well. Yeah, you you were hitting it very well. Yeah, very well. Just felt like some of the balls were kind of falling out of the sky like a little bit. I mean, not, nothing crazy, but I think the spin was just maybe a little too low. Um, yeah, and then yesterday you played out at Paiute, mm -hmm. and you tried Trey's uh, Ventus Blue. Yeah, I had hit Trey. Trey swapped the uh, shafts at, at National, and I hit the Blue a couple times, the Ventus Blue. Uh, felt good. But then on one hole, par 5, what is that? Uh, we played Sun 16, the par 5. Uh, Trey swapped it. Uh, he's got the tour tip, so we threw it on uh, minus 2 degrees, and... I hit it and it was 282 into the wind, really good flight, um, and uh, I was like, oh, I might have to try one, so uh, ordered a Ventus Blue TR, the new one that came out, so yep. curious to try that, uh, it's supposed to live in between the blue and the black a little bit, a little more stability in the uh, butt section, they got that, uh, whatever it's called, the spread toe carbon, uh, so I'm excited to try it and it's hard. I mean, even if you go get fit for a shaft, all those shafts when you get fit are like 46 inches. So yep. they could change because you're going to tip it or you're going to butt it or whatever you're going to do to it. It's going to change. So even if you go get fit, it's not really what you're going to see when you play it. So Yeah, my buddy Anthony, who's down in Palm Springs, he got the TR recently. So I sent him a message let him know that you were thinking about getting it. And he goes, I love it. I have, haven't gone back to my blue one. The black is too stiff for me. The blue is great. Just needed a little more stiffness, and the TR does that. Yeah, so I'm thinking. It, I think it might be right in the sweet spot for me, you know, because because the black feels a little beefy sometimes. Uh, the blue feels a little whippy at times, but I'm I'm very curious to try it and, and get it in uh, with the rogue. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm curious to see what it's like too, because I, I swung. You just had the stock Tensei shaft in it originally, yeah. right? Um, you got to yeah i think i no i think i swapped it right away so you had you, you hit the motari i did okay and feels good Dude, it, it feels so great looks the, the one amazing it, the one we've been hitting at five iron and the one that i hit when i went there with sean and was hanging out and just trying to get some shit dialed in just i don't know if it's an indoor thing it just doesn't it didn't feel right, and I, we weren't putting up great numbers with it, um, but I've hit the, ro the Rogue outside twice. I hit Tice's at mm -hmm. Revere and was piping it, and I hit that twice there at, at, at National Range, and man, it's a good driver. It feels very good, and it looks incredible. I think, it, I think it's one of the best-looking drivers that have come out for a few years. Did you hit it, Jeremy? I didn't hit it. Oh. I looked at it, though. It's... You didn't want to, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't want to. 
it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We understand. We understand. I mean, that matte, like, carbon fiber look top is so good. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of, like, crazy color on top. Just, like, a like a uh, orange line in the back or gold line. It's, yeah, it's, gold. it's a I'm not, sweet not looking. I'm a huge fan of the gold, but it looks, it but looks really good. But it's so thin, and it's not anything crazy. So not like a red face or anything. So <laughs> I love I love the way it looks. Yeah, the, the carbon carbon face. Uh, I'll have to show you that picture, Jeremy. Uh, I had somebody that uh, has does, a, demos for, yeah. does demos for TaylorMade uh, mm. sent me a picture of uh, it looked like a puzzle piece had fallen off the face. It looked like a T caught the bottom and just like chipped it like a little T. Yeah. Well, Todd. Wow. Uh, Todd up in Oregon, he's already gone away from the style. He ordered <laughs> it the day it was available. First day it was available, um, and he's already scrapped it and gone to something else. He's on the Shrixon driver. Yep, yep. He, said, he, swa- he, he swaps out all the damn time. Though. Yeah, all the time, all the time. But I asked him, I go, what, what was it? And he goes, dude, the mar- the face just gets marked up so bad from T's, and I, I can't stand looking at it. Interesting. Well, hey, different strokes for different folks. I, I, I really do. I think I'll probably sell my sim, and I might get a stealth fairway wood. Depending, I don't know, three wood, five wood, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fairway woods are great. They look amazing. All right, so um, let's hop on to some Pro Tour talk here. Um, shout out, wire to wire victory for Wakan Naman. Jaquan Naman. Jaquan Naman. Uh, 19 under, won the Genesis Invitational. Not an easy golf course, and dude went eight under, eight under um, on... Thursday, Friday. I mean, you get out to sixteen under after two days. Yeah, on a tough golf course, I, no one's going to catch him. I mean, they, a couple guys got close. Yeah, at Chris Young. I mean, what a! I love his swing, man. That 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 Decky Pazata and just mm. boom and drops the hammer. Um, he kind of looks like DJ with a pause, just gets up there and then wow, it's it's fun to watch. Um, but that I watched a. I watched the last couple holes yesterday. Didn't watch a whole bunch, you know, Saturday because we had our tournament and and watched the PGA Tour live coverage. Uh, surprised to see some of the big names that normally play well there didn't. Yeah, I think I think Joaquin Naman just fucking you know killed it at first. You know, <laughs> just like so far ahead, just like. I mean, you're looking up the leaderboard. I had Cantley, and and he barely made the cut. And he's at, you know, 200. You're 15, 14 shots back. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just insane. I mean, Morikawa gave it a pretty good run at the end. Yeah, he if, he would made, if he would have made that putt on 18, mm, that would have put yeah, a Yeah, and he had to look at it on 17, too, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, the eagle. Well, he almost made the eagle. He made the birdie. Oh, wait, no, 16, that was he had a 16, look, too, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so do you do you think that there's going to be some trees installed in that gap on the oh the, the one that Hovland hit through? Yeah, <laughs> a couple people did it too. Apparently, yeah, It'd be some pretty damn expensive trees. <laughs> uh, well, hey, it's L.A. They got money; they can do it. But what do you what do you what's your guys' thoughts on that? Is do you think that? I mean. Uh, they're doing it because it gives them advantage, of course. Right, it's a better look. The, the, there's no rules against it. I know, um, where was it where they, was it at, I can't remember where it was, one of the majors, 
where they Whist, was it whistling? Whistling where they made the other side of the lake OB to stop Bryson from going over there. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I they're definitely well aware of it. But what do you? What is your thoughts when you see a guy playing deliberately into another fair? Because I, I tell you what, like number one at Concord or Revere. Yeah. I I have accidentally hit a ball, you know, not intentionally yeah. into that right fairway. hit it over there. And that is a much easier shot into that green. Yeah. I mean, it's blinded, but it's it's an easier shot because you don't have to worry about the downhill lie on the main fairway. Um, mm-hmm. But I had never, like, intentionally tried to hit it over there. Yeah, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, I think you should have to play the course as it was intended to play. I don't know how they could stop that if, like, you your ball has to launch between the tee markers or, or something. You know, I I'm fine if you're aiming down the hole and you have to and you cut it all the way over there or something. But I mean, like Bubba does it too. But Bubba's pretty damn fun to watch. Like Dude, do can, that stuff, but he can bend it like nobody can, man. That's I think atten- intentionally doing it is kind of not a huge fan of it myself. Do you would you consider it cheating? Uh, not cheating. I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't think it's cheating because anyone can do it. It's not right, like right, exactly. And there's boundaries for OB. I, 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 me, I personally don't care less. It's if they want to play that line versus down the hole they're playing, whatever. The only thing that sucks is the architect designed it a certain way, and the hole is laid out a certain yeah. way, and yeah, you're going to a different hole that's a different play and a different line, like. Yeah, you're completely taking the strategy of that architect that hole. he was the, yeah that he yeah. laid out for you. That so. that's my beef yeah. with it is you're you're not playing. I mean, you're not yeah, playing the hole. You can do it, but you're not playing the same hole that everybody else is playing. Enjoy the creativity. Yeah, anybody can do it. Enjoy the creativity, but that's not the hole. All right, on. Well, anything else you want to take away from the Genesis? I don't think so. It, um, with LAGP coming out, I mean, they're LA golf product. I mean, that's LA, and this was an LA, and Bryson pulling out because of his injury, DJ not making the cut. Great showing. Yeah, not really. <laughs> not really. Um, I can't, God, I wish I could remember who it was that I was talking to, but I was talking about uh, DJ. Oh, it was Trey. Trey. Um, was over here building a putter and we were talking about and and he I told him that DJ's putting is just atrocious and he goes, Yeah, I think it's the putter shafts. I think it's the shafts. <laughs> really? <laughs> Them bouncy shafts. Them damn bouncy shafts. <laughs> Them damn bouncy shafts. Uh so But Kevin Knox puts great with it. Yeah, and um who else did I say? Uh Gary Woodland has it. He's yeah. playing the shaft. I, I I like the feel of them. I really do. They, now and some putters, it doesn't feel good at all, like the Olsen long neck. It is garbage in that. But, uh, or no, 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 in the, not the one, the, um, the stability is garbage in the long neck. Mm-hmm. But the LAGP makes it feel really good. So it's, I don't know, it's, it all depends on, on what you're gaming and, and the feels. Yeah. I will tell you, the, the new fire stability shaft I put in that, Scotty, that's a good putter. Mm-hmm. Even though I putted like a jerk off on Saturday. Good a, lot God. Of peop- a lot of people did. 
Uh, so, uh, Byung Hun On won the Lecom Suncoast Classic at 17 under on the Corn Ferry Tour. Bernhard Longer, one more step closer to history. Um, he's two wins behind Hal Irwin for the most wins ever on the Champions Tour. 16 under, he won the Chubb Classic. He's probably going to pass Hal Irwin this year. I mean, I could totally see three more wins for oh, him this yeah, season. For sure. Um, and then also, I want to give a special Leather shout out. Face. <laughs> Leather face. Leather <laughs> face. Uh, we don't uh, much, actually, we never talk about the uh, uh, Latin America tour, but um, friend of the show, Matt Ryan, he's a, a Corn Ferry tour guy um, playing on the Latin American tour. He's friends with um, Seamus Power and Bob. They all know each other. He was with us one night at Five Iron hanging out. Um, he won the uh, Strela Del Mar Open at 23 under. So big congrats to him for that. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Do you think he uh, is uh, the first guy to win on the Latin America tour and play in a Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> He's a lefty, too. That's when I, because uh, they brought over left-handed clubs for him at Five Iron, and that's when Seamus was playing the left-handed clubs. And I thought Seamus was a lefty, too. And I'm like, whoa, shit, two lefties. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he's a grinder and a real talent. So congrats to him. Um, that's just another link to hanging out with us and getting wins on professional events. So, yeah, you know, reserve your spot on the show now. Xander, come on right before the Masters. <laughs> uh, so our uh, our picks this last week, uh, Jeremy won the week with Rory, who finished uh, tied for 10th. Got 73 points for that, plus 20 bonus points for a top 10. I came in second with uh, Cantley. He finished T33. Got 23 points for that. Joe, guess what? Just letting y'all catch up. Just let, yeah. Oh, is that what it is? We appreciate it. Yeah. I was very surprised with his showing. Sam Burns yeah. missed the cut. Very surprised. You, usually he's Mr. Steady. Yeah, Yeah, and, and how well he played there last year. And that was surprising. Mm -hmm. well, he's been, he's been, been on a roll, too, lately, so... Uh, so through 18 events, Joe still holds the top spot with 2,204 points. I'm at 785. Jeremy cut up a little bit, 738. So uh, the battle between me and Jeremy is going to be the story of the year because Joe is a mile ahead of us. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, OWGR and FedEx through today, which is Monday the 21st. Uh, Matt Siyama holds on to the top spot. Tom Hoagie, Scotty Scheffler, Taylor Gooch, and Sung J.M., uh, no changes in the OWGR, Ron Marikawa, Kentley, Hovland, and McElroy. All right, so that does it for uh, this week on the professional tours. Um, let's go ahead and take our break, and we'll be right back. Ask any golfer, and they'll tell you their hole-in-one story, whether it went in or not. Chasing Aces is a brand that was launched with the idea that everybody is welcome on the course. They believe in building a community through their shared love of the game. Golf comes with pressures and expectations, and that includes what you wear. Chasing Aces hats, performance polos, and t-shirts keep you looking sharp from the clubhouse to the tee box. So take the pressure off. We're all here to have a good time. Walking the fairways in Chasing Aces means you see every hole as a golden opportunity. Please visit ChasingAcesGolf.com, and you can find them on Instagram as well at ChasingAcesGolf. Even the best are Chasing Aces. Hey, I'm Bob West, your Vegas golfing real estate agent. 
Over the course of a four-hour round, I can help you with some tips to lower your scores. I can also help you with your goals when it comes to buying or selling a home anywhere in Las Vegas or Henderson. Reach out to me on Instagram at TheBobWest or just send me a text at 605-881-5481. Give me a call. Let's play around. Golfers, tee it up this year at Las Vegas Golf Superstore for the hottest new arrivals from Callaway. Featuring the new Rogue ST Drivers, Callaway's most stable driver ever, with tungsten speed cartridge, jailbreak speed frame, and AI flash face. Engineered for max speed and forgiveness. Four different models to fit every golfer's needs. Think speed, go Rogue. Swing by Las Vegas Golf Superstore and get custom fit for the new Rogue ST Drivers today. Las Vegas Golf Superstore, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, and shop us online at Worldwide Golf Shops. You know what? That was a premature advertisement breakaway by me. We normally go over what's coming up on tour before the break, but decided to break a little early. Doesn't hurt to get a little Las Vegas Golf Center love in there a little early. Yeah. Super super accommodating. um, I was talking to, they were like, you know, just bring in the other shaft. We'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. They're super accommodating over there. I love that place. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And if you're in there, have a look around. We got some VGN flyers that uh, you can find out more about the league. Uh, Jeremy, let's go over what's going on the tour this week. All right. So we are kicking off the Florida swing. Can't believe it's already almost springtime. It's going I too felt fast. Like, I felt like the West Coast swing was longer last year. It's just super weird. It just it's already gonna be March. It's insane, dude. Yeah. It's flying by. I I love it. Warm weather and longer more daylight is right around the corner. Yep. Yeah, true. So we got the Honda Classic at my least favorite golf course to play at five iron, PGA National. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> it's Very so true. damn hard. Oh my god. So damn hard. Probably be playing again here soon. <laughs> yep. Five hundred point event, seventy one hundred yards, par seventy. Another reason why it's super difficult. Yeah. Matt Jones, defending champ. And Speedy we, Matt Jones. Yeah, fastest player on tour. Uh, television, PJ Tour Live Monday through Sunday, Golf Channel and NBC on the weekend. Yeah, first NBC broadcast of the season of yeah. 2022. Sorry, I always say that, but of yeah. the season. And then uh, DP World Tour, we don't have anything until next, next week at the Magical Kenya Open mm-hmm. in their African swing. <laughs> and then we have the LPGA Tour also March 3rd at the HSBC World Championship in Singapore. Corn Ferry back March 17th. And then PGA Tour is the Colaguard Classic at Omni Tucson, Tucson, Arizona. Great course. I was surprised the Corn Ferry Tour takes a month off. Yeah. There, there's nothing until, this, you know, the week of the 19th. That's the weekend of the 19th. That's a long time. I sent Harry a message today. I'm like, so what are you doing in the, your month off? <laughs> <laughs> so what's he doing? I, I, he hasn't been back yet. Okay. <laughs> he, he ghosted me. Um, did you see that? Oh, I shared it with you guys. The 16 players for one spot tomorrow yeah. morning for the Monday qualifier. How odd. I mean, that... Can we get that televised, please? I know. There that ain't would be squat. Awesome. That, the, the whole production team is out there already. Just get a guy with a camera to follow that group around. I mean, it's going to be incredible. Dude, they could yeah. play 18 holes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nuts. Hmm. Well, the largest one we've had like recently was the Olympics, wasn't it? It was like six players? Well, it could have been eight. I think if... Because I remember I was excited. I wanted to see an eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I think the way they do it is they have four guys play the hole, then four guys play the hole, then four guys play the hole, four guys play the hole, everybody with the best score advances. Yeah. And, you know, it's just one by one they drop off or... Crazy, you know, man. Somebody eagles it and Stressful destroys the, everybody else's dreams. <laughs> man, that, like, that, that stress. I mean, you imagine that happening. Bad enough they had to go through it today. But now you have to come back tomorrow and, you know. Yeah, you got to sleep like, on am it. I, uh, am I in? Am I in? There's, you know, at the time, I'm sure there was probably 14 guys sitting there going, shit, I hope he doesn't make a birdie. <laughs> I hope he doesn't make a birdie, yeah. you know. And, and then you all get in that. So that's And then that's you got to come out and play like one hole. Like you're not even like playing around, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a one in, hey, for but, one hole possibly. Yeah. Yeah, but think about it. You got a one in 16 chance. Yeah. First, versus, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, when you started yesterday, totally down for it, but man, yeah. that's, uh, that's some pressure. Yeah. A lot of pressure. It's going to be fun to see who comes out of that. God, I'd love to see that. I mean, pay per view that shit. I'll pay it. I want to watch. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay five bucks for that. Hell yeah. Uh, so, um, PGA National, Bear Trap, right? Mm hmm. Literal trap. The only thing that I'm excited is now I don't have to wait until eight o'clock to see golf. Yeah. I can, you know, get up, get all the kids off to school and have it on in the background early. Yeah, true. It's nice. Love the, love the early morning golf out here on the West coast. So, all right, uh, let's do this. This is it. Look at this Instagram. Graham, 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 Graham. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Oh wow! Normally we see. Normally we do what's coming up next week, and then we chat about this in the break, and then we're like ready. But since you rat farted it, I I got one. I got one. All right, Joe. Um, I came across this one, not a lot of followers, but pretty interesting. I've been wanting to do something like this, uh, with my logo balls. So it is Daniel Weinman art. Uh, so Daniel W E I N M A N A R T. Uh, he makes like little art things out of like cut golf balls. Uh, just came across it randomly, uh, but I would I with all my logo balls I would really like to put them in like epoxy and create like four ball bricks that way I can Move them around if I want to and I can always add more if mm-hmm. needed, but these are really cool um, It's got an Etsy shop Good little idea for sure. I mean it, it you get with some of the different colorful cores You can get some really cool looking art. That, oh for you know, sure if you're not a golfer you have no idea what it is yeah, he's got like a number two on one, and um, I saw one with like a flag. Yeah, flag and a ball. Super cool. Good idea. Very cool. Oh yeah, like that number two there. That's cool. Good find. Let's give Daniel Weinman a follow. All right, Jeremy, who you got? So I'm going with Albatross Leather. Uh, quality handmade leather goods out of Buffalo, New York. They make uh, wallets and valuables bags, keychains, putter covers, really cool stuff. Just, I mean, super simple leather goods. I think I was in the market for a new leather wallet, and I like super small, and I think I, that's how I came across it. 
Did you order one? I'm still trying to decide which one I want, (laughs) (laughs) which color I want. So, yeah, that's some good. I, uh, I, I'm debating on what the final gift for the VGN uh, premium membership is going to be, and this helps me get some ideas. Cool, nice find, nice find. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so um, for me this week, uh, I've had this gentleman on the show. He's been a friend of mine for many years, former UNLV athlete. Don't think I've ever plugged him on the Instagram segment, though. So it's uh, James Fights. Uh, it's J-A-M-E-S-F-E-U-T-Z. He is down in Arizona, um, plays his golf now. He was at Verado, but now he plays at Sterling Grove, which is a new Nicholas course down in the Buckeye area. Um, he is <laughs> one of the most notorious resellers there is. He finds mm-hmm. amazing golf apparel and deals and shoes, has an online store, just just killing it with that. But he's lately found his golf groove again. So uh, he's uh, um, hopefully going to be playing some more golf. Wildly talented gentleman. Um, his, uh, he just hit six years sober, um, amazing life story for him that he's got, that he's turned it around. Uh, really proud of him. Honored to call him a friend. And, uh, you know, if you want some good golf content and some good golf deals, give him a follow. Pretty damn inspirational too. You waking up at like four 30 in the morning for runs. It's like, oh, oh he runs every day. Together. He runs every day. It's, it's, his story is amazing. Great. Great guy, man, and a hell of a stick. Good, just hell. First time I ever played golf with him was at National, and he drove the 13th green with a three wood from the back box on the flight. And I was like, holy shit, that's a different level of golf than I've ever seen. (laughs) But he he also has a video that I'll have to find it and show you guys, where uh, my little water attempt on 13... Yeah, but he was up to his shins in the water. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and got and and made a birdie. Jeez, uh, almost hold it. it is hilarious. So fun stuff. All right, that does it for that. So uh... I don't care if the sun don't shine. I do my drinking in the evening time when I'm. In Las Vegas. <laughs> Oh, keep going, Joe. Come on. You can sit in the summer <laughs> land. Be my secret in the summer land. Because I... In <laughs> Jeremy, you never get in on this, man. What's up? We're gonna, we lose listeners. <laughs> there, Jeremy gets paid for his voice when he sings, mm, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That makes That's sense. That's true. It's, I, it's I either... That. Or I'm just singing karaoke in front of a bunch of Filipinos. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure you've done. I have done we need, many, many. We need more lumpia and calpico. Uh, Bring it over. Oh, don't say lumpia. <laughs> I want some lumpia so bad. Some calpico over here. Oh man! All right, so Ramun. Um, <laughs> we just had. That's our, Japanese. What Ramun? Ra- right, it's called Ramun. The drink. I don't know. No it's idea. Like a soda. You know calpico though, right? Mm-hmm. Is that Japanese? No, that's Korean. Kalpiko's yeah, Korean. Yeah, Kalpiko's Korean. Kalpiko's bomb, though. 
Yeah. Okay. That was a weird Asian, transition. Asian, Asian drinks. <laughs> From three of the segment. whitest guys you've ever met. <laughs> New segment, Asian drinks. White guys and Asian drinks. <laughs> Far East drinks with Jason Daylight Podcast. <laughs> so if you're ever in Seoul, make sure you get some... <laughs> You know, we frequent we frequent that part of the, the world so often. No. Uh, so we just had our first VGN event of the season out at Las Vegas National. Um, you know, we like to... Last year, I started interviewing the winners. Um, so I thought it might be cool to have the winners from each division on the show. So um, everybody, please welcome uh, Joe Keith and Jeremy Martin to the show. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, well done, fellas. Well done. Thank, thank you. you. Now, I got the fortunate event of uh, playing with Joe and watching him throw that round up. Played very well. Uh, yeah. You had an amazing shot on eight for the birdie. Mm -hmm. You had a unbelievable chip in or pitch on 17 yes that uh was i mean you couldn't even see it i didn't see it yeah and um then the birdie putt on nine was that was yeah. just ridiculous oh the uh, one you were telling me about that was like 70 feet i thought there was no chance uphill down it was uphill to the right downhill to the left and then as it made its way to the center it is another break to the right and it, it's like it was going the whole way. It was unbelievable. Couldn't believe that went in. I, I was just sitting there going, wow. I thought I had no chance of getting that within two feet. I, I thought mean, if, I was if hoping you for hit five that feet. One more inch to the right, it hangs up in the on the fringe. Yeah. And you would have had a ridiculous putt back to the hole. Yeah. Um, one inch to the left, and it may not even got over the hill. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. you you hit it perfect. It was fabulous shot yeah that was uh stole one there for sure it i was uh <laughs> um i chipped in on two and there was a backup or pitched in chipped in whatever you want to call it there was a backup on three the par three yeah and so that was nice having you know the two groups there watching are we already gone jeremy did you see that did you see my chip in on two gone. you were gone yeah, okay so trey yeah, it was trey and it. sean mm -hmm. that were there and, and so they and yeah, Jeremy, the new, new, new Jeremy, Jeremy, not stat guy. Jeremy um, too. Jeremy. <laughs> um, so that, that was cool. Um, then I hit my next tee shot on the par three, probably the, I think might be the only time I've ever hit that green in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started really good and then kind of fell apart at the end. Um, but your, your chip shot on 17, we were both over left of the fairway. Yeah. Um, you kind of duffed your shot. I, uh, I would say it's super duff. I just it was well, so soft. I mean, yeah, you, you well, I mean, it wasn't like there, but it, it wasn't a bad swing. It was the condition of the ground. Yeah, it was really tough. affected that more than you, but it just didn't go anywhere. Right. Um. And then I thinned mine up over the green, and yeah, so you I, chipped I, in too. Yeah. So I was on I was on the back side of that green, uh, and on the, the edge ball, of the bunker. The edge of the bunker. I opened my 58 up all the way and just tried to hit it straight up in the air and it landed perfectly and rolled right to the hole and bounced off the stick and just stopped. Hmm. And it's like, oh, it's so close to having, 
you know, back to back or, you know, chip ins and two different shots. So it was funny to have train them on 18 cause they were watching cause they were waiting and they were like, every time we turn around, there's a ball going in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I want to give some love to national because it was in fantastic shape. You yeah, know, a lot of courts, a lot of courses this year, this winter, um, you know, with not having overseed budgets have gone dormant or haven't had the finances to maintain a beautiful golf course in cold weather. Uh, but national was outstanding. The fairways were great. The, the only issue I had was if you were off the fairway, cause that's where I was most of the day. Um, it was soft and weird, uh, tight lines yeah. everywhere. And, uh, but the greens were, I thought the greens were fabulous. I didn't see any issues anywhere. I know a lot of people rolled. complain about the greens, but those greens were pretty good shape for national. Um, those greens are so. like super like nuanced out there and you, you, you can't see what they do for the most part, but, um, there is a way to play those greens. Um, I remember when I played, I think I played with a reed and I shot, I had shot my best score out there and like I was really trying to pay attention and really focusing on the greens, and uh, I put it really well that day when I played with Reed, and I, I tried to harness some of that uh, this past weekend, and and it paid off. Um, but they were they were good for national. They're just they're so nuanced that if you've never realized how nuanced those are, then you're not gonna you're not gonna my, understand them. My speed was perfect. I had perfect speed on every single putt that I hit. I just could not get the right read. Yeah, you had trouble reading them. Yeah, I I wasn't playing my irons particularly well, so I was either you know right or short of the greens. But my chipping was on fire, and I left myself makeable par putts. Which you know, if you're missing the greens, that's what you're looking for. You know, I'm, I'm right. not trying to hole out those chips. I'm just trying to get it close, and I did that on so many different occasions. And uh, just couldn't get the putts to drop. Yeah, I gave myself a lot more looks than um, I, I, you know, completed. But um, it was, like I said, they're just so nuanced that you just got to pay attention to those ones. What do you think, Jeremy? How'd you put on them? I, I, I was kind of like you. I had my speed was perfect all day. I just could not. I, I, I look at a straight putt, and then it ends up breaking six inches so on on it was tough the what is it seven the the pin was down up front and i was in the back of the i was more in the middle of the green and uh i see this the big hill on the right side and i'm like okay so i go and look on the other side because i still see that big hill on that side all right that's definitely going to push it over and so i aimed you know a, a cup outside and hit it and it ended up like two cups to the right and i'm like how the fuck does that break uphill <laughs> i had the same exact putt dan and i both had did the same thing we put oh, we both un- lost it right no idea how that putt goes that way just yeah. baffled me and i which and hole is that on seven. six seven 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 eight, before seven. the par three yeah 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 pin was like pin was up front front middle-ish wasn't too far forward but it's right yeah you were you hill. were behind the hole which yeah, what, what, I was coming down the hill which way did it break it it broke to the right, mm-hmm. and the hill is on the right. The there's a berm on the right side that yeah, builds yeah, up I to that bunker. That I yeah, should have made my putt. Like, I missed mine. Oh, I had a birdie look at that one too. It 
it it would be like the putt on nine that you had breaking right as it got to the top of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it, I would, and it was like that all day for me. I just couldn't get anything to drop in the cup. Yeah. Except for when I chipped in. That <laughs> was the best one that I, best putt I had all day. The, um, on what was that? Three, four, five? Yeah, five. Remember I hit it into the, uh, like, um, the ditch. Mm-hmm. Topped it into the ditch. So I dropped right before the ditch. I had like 204 yards in, Jeremy, and um, I hit Yeah, this. you stuck it to two feet. Oh, really? Beautiful, beautiful oh. shot. Dude, it's hard <laughs> so, carrying over those bunkers. Yeah, best yeah. four iron. The I've, ball's not coming in that high. Dude, I, I was in the middle of the fairway and left it on top of that bunker in the grass. I had to chip from there. I hit it perfect because I know the course pretty damn well. And the the green on the right, I know that it kind of feeds down that way. And I just hit it right over that center bunker and it, it hit beautiful. right on top and it just rolled down the little yeah. hill. And I, I wish we could have had a mic rolling when we were discussing what you're going to do. Because like, we found his ball. You could see it. And, yeah. you know, so we're going, well, do you go down there? Do you do you want to, you know, risk not getting it out and then having to come back in where you are right now? Because you got to go around the bridge because you can't get down there. Do you want to catch full-blown AIDS while you're down there? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but you made the right decision and then just freaking hit, hit a, great a killer shot. shot. Yeah. I, I had a uh, new box of Pro V's in the car and I, I had left them in there because I forgot to grab them. Uh, but my my bag was getting kind of heavy with balls, so any ones that I've lost, it it kind of helped me lighten the bag a bit. I, I even <laughs> when I played Paiute, like I I'm down to only a few balls left in the in the bag, so bag's a little lighter now, uh, which is fine. I got a brand new box Pro V's uh, ready to go. Nice. So Jeremy, what what was it for you that helped you come home with the uh, gross win? Um, I hit the ball really well. Uh, I didn't hit, I missed a lot of greens and I was able to get up and down. Really the summary for me is just being able to get up and down. I made so many freaking pars and the other guys were unfortunately making bogeys and occasionally a bigger number and I was just pretty steady. So could have played better. I didn't make, the longest putt I made was eight feet and it was on 18 for a birdie. So the longest putt I made was maybe two feet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was a good time, though. I, I was impressed by National. I think the greens there, if you don't play National often and you go from like a place where you're playing Paiute and Coyote Springs and wherever, those greens can be shocking. But yeah. if you've played there a few times and you know, I still struggle with breaks, but the greens I thought were great. I thought they were rolling fantastic. Rolling fantastic. I just couldn't couldn't get the yeah. reeds down at all. Yeah. At all. Always a pleasure to be on there. Um, I want to give some love to Nora. Um, Nora is uh, our new assistant that's helping us out at events. Um, she's there to check the guys in, sell you some swag if we have any swag, check you in for the side games. Um, she's taking some videos, some content for us, which, I mean, it was really nice for me because I got there, I got all the cart signs out, made sure everybody had range balls, and was done. And yeah, kind of focus. Man, oh, that that helped me so much. Just get that initial pressure off. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to the next event where she's kind of a little bit more familiar with everything. And you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be na- our next event's at Wild Horse, by the way, and it's a 7:30 shotgun. So for mm. those of you who are listening and haven't read the emails yet, it's gonna be an early one. Shotgun should be done early too. So that's gonna be nice. 
Nice. But had a bunch of new members come out. Uh, yeah. Didn't have one negative thing I heard from anybody. Got a lot of people that came up to me and said, love this. This is great. Thanks so much for being, let me be a part of it. I really like the way that it's being run. So that, that made me happy. Um, Jeremy helped me out a ton by entering the scores. Um, and then I was doing the, the side games that, that when everything went real smooth, dude, golf genius is mm. awesome. Yeah. I Holy love it. crap. And now that we got that, uh, little golf portal set up on the website, mm. I don't know if you guys have gone and looked at it, but you can go and you can sort the players and you can look at their rounds and you can, there's stats that it keeps for the league and that'll be accumulated throughout the season and you can break it up by division. I mean, all this stuff that I've wanted to do that I've been doing on spreadsheets and manually entering, um, yeah. don't have to do it anymore. It's so nice. Uh, one, one button pushed, everything got posted to Jen. Um, we're like an, a, an officially thing now. So yeah, it's kind of cool. And we just today signed up our 62nd member of the season. Very so nice. we are 18 away from my goal of 80, which was a lofty goal. And yeah. we're almost there. So looking forward to it. And then also, I don't know if we talked about this on the show. Um, maybe we did. Par? Yeah, did we? I don't think so. Okay, yeah. So um, Trevor uh, has been running a Saturday Skins game, uh, Double Par Empire Group. Um, they have now joined the VGN, and he's going to be hosting the Double Par VGN Saturday Skins games. Basically the exact same thing. It's just a little bit more organized all in one place. Um, kind of a relieving a little bit of pressure on him as far as how he's organizing and getting everybody together for the events. Um, it's open to all members um, of the VGN and the the Double Par Empire guys are slowly coming and joining the VGN for this. Um, but it, the schedule is on the website. You can see it's going to be a Saturday skins game. Um, it's not a optional, I don't want to play skins, I just want to play golf. If you're playing, you're in the skins game. You're paying for it. Um, but the good news is golf prices are through the roof right now, and having a recurring Saturday tee time at a good rate is going to be a huge benefit for us. Um, I know a lot of the guys like to get out multiple times on the weekends, and some of the guys are just content with playing the one-month tournaments. That's awesome. But for some of the guys that maybe want to get out a little bit more with some of the other people in the VGN, this is going to be an awesome opportunity to get out there, have some fun. It's going to be a lot more laid back and casual. It's not tournament golf. It's skins game. Have fun, drink some beers, hang with your boys, and, and enjoy the game. So I, I'm really excited about that and looking forward to that. The first one is March 12th at National. So check out the website for that i should probably get in on that oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you especially <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't, I, I don't think there's going to be some of the other guys going back there anytime <laughs> soon <laughs> yeah i mean uh, we played in the double double par a few times for sure mm -hmm. i mean more than a few times uh, it's a lot of fun a lot of fun a lot of good guys out there um what's the one dude that we that we play with uh we played the um sixes game or whatever no uh oh yeah yeah uh I forget his name, but man, he's he's fun. Sully? No, I don't remember. No, it's Betterman. Uh, Jeff Betterman. He's he's a hoot. When, yeah, he's when a funny Peeler guy. Would play and yeah, Scotch. Scotch is the game that we played yeah, with. Scotch. That that was a ton of fun. Uh, a lot of guys that that love the game and um, just a just just a good group of guys, and it's it's nice to welcome them to the crew. 
yeah, it's really going to help us grow and be a big network of golfers here in the Vegas Valley. So ah, that's all I got. You got anything else? I mean, odds. Oh, yeah. God, again. God damn it. What is up with me? Why can't I remember this? What the hell, Matt? What an, shit, you know what? Because I don't have it. Locks. Locks. I have to do the locks. All right, Joe. <laughs> I'm logging in. Let's I'm go over in. the odds. Jesus, why? Uh, I have to fix that. Yeah, so, all right. Um, PGA Tour, where's it at? Okay. Uh, PGA National. Honda Classic. Oh, we do have it. Okay. Your favorite, Sung JM, 12 to 1. Uh, earlier, before I even looked at any of this, thought about it, I said Honda Classic in my head. Sung J popped in my head. Uh, I don't know if I was channeling... <laughs> Some Jeremy Calpico juice or something, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've, been, you've been eating a lot of Bibigo lately. <laughs> Sung JM, I had 12 some Bibigo yesterday. Yeah, uh, twelve to one. Sung J, Daniel Berger, fifteen to one. Joaquin Naman, sixteen to one. Louis Ustazen, eighteen to one. Tommy Fleetwood, Brooks Kepka, Billy Horschel, twenty to one. Shane Lowry, twenty-five to one. Keith Mitchell, Alexander Norin, thirty to one. Matt Wolf, Matt Jones, Brian Harmon, 35 to 1. Mito Pereira, 40 to 1. Patrick Reed, Cameron Young, Taylor Moore, 50 to 1, along with Bizay Nahut and Aaron Wise, as well as Matt Hughes and Jonathan Vegas. Um, Denny McCarthy, 60 to 1. Ricky oh, Fowler, you, you, 70 you to skipped, 1. You skipped over Nikolai Hoosgard. He's on a sponsor's exemption. Is that the same Hoosgard? 60 to 1. Uh, Chris Kirk, 75 to 1. Brendan Todd, 90 to 1. Uh, Brendan Steele, 90 to 1. Stuart Singh, 100 to 1. Uh, Bo Hostler, Sepp Straka, 100 to 1. Harry Higgs, 125 to 1. Automatic couple bucks, as always. Yeah. Uh, Kramer Hickok, 125 to 1. Doc Redman, 125 to 1. Danny Willett, 150 to 1. Um, let's see. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of Corn Fairy guys in this because yeah. Corn Fairy is not playing for a month. Afro Barden Rat, uh, Rogan Sloan, <laughs> Kyle Stanley, Jason Duffner, Anurbin Lahari, Sung Kang, 250 to 1 at the bottom. All right, Jeremy, you Kira, won the week. Kiradek, so. our freaking Barden Rat. <laughs> How do you say his name? Kiradesh Afro Barden Happy Barn Rat. <laughs> I know he's a vapor. I do know that. That's you know he's a vapor? He does have the cloud <laughs> following around the golf course. All right. Uh, a lot right, of potential Jeremy. this week for some fines, though, with with this field. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm in catch up mode still, so I'm gonna go with. Man, I want Sanjay so bad, but I can't take the the emotional damage that I get from this show. <laughs> emotional oh, damage. Geez. Man. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm going Billy Horschel. Ooh, that's a good pick, <laughs> Florida guy. Yeah. What is Billy? Uh, Bo Twenty at? to one. Twenty to one. That's Jeremy. All right, not Joe. It's my pick. Um, I, I think I'm gonna go out on a huge limb here. I'm gonna. Well, you know what? Does Will a sponsor's exemption, will Nikolai Hoosengarden get FedEx cut points? I mean, he is a DP World Tour player. I don't know. Does anybody know that? Hmm. 
Hmm. Can I make two picks in case he doesn't get points? <laughs> I think that's a risk you're gonna have to take. Mm, only, really if he wanted... only if he withdraws. Only if he withdraws. Oh, I don't want to do that then. Watch, he's gonna win and get the points, and I'm gonna. Be... <laughs> um. Well, that's who I wanted to take. So let's go. I can't do Louis again. It's just he. He's Louis Ui. Not doing Louis Ui. I actually am surprised by his odds. They they're a lot better than I thought they would be, because he's not really been around. It seems like. Mm -mm. All right, let's go with. Man, I want to. Um, you know what? I, I think I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. No, I can't do it. <laughs> I was gonna take Stewie, Stewart Sink, but I can't do it. Uh, catch up points as well for me. Um, I'm going uh, Daniel Berger. Uh, 15 to 1. So I just put a couple bucks on Harry Higgs, put a couple bucks on um, Hagee, and uh, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go Mackenzie Hughes, 50 to 1. Mac Hughes, huh? I was looking at this before, and uh, where did you go? Where did you go? You, Joe, have taken somebody every week in the bonus except twice. You took Xander at 10 to 1 and Fina at 20 to 1. Sounds right for born and raised in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeremy has done it three times where he didn't take a favorite or or didn't take the bonus I've done it four times so it's not that big of a gap yeah not too bad but uh, no bonus for uh, Jeremy and myself this week as we continue to play catch up yeah so a little fun fact on the FedEx Cup points ooh let's hear it so FedEx Cup points are distributed to players earning official money only players who are PGA Tour members or become PGA members during the season will be listed on the FedEx Cup point list. Special temporary members and non-members who earn FedEx Cup points will not appear on the list, but will be tracked as non-member FedEx Cup on the FedEx Cup point list for non-members. Amateurs are not eligible. Points won by non-members and special special temporary members who subsequently become PGA Tour members will have will be counted on the official FedEx Cup point list. So I think he'll still get points. He just won't show up on the list unless he's an official PGA Tour member, which I don't believe he is. Oh. Hmm. So so we could say that like the Zalatoris points that I didn't get last year I actually should have got because he did get those points. It just wasn't in the standings. Uh, yeah, I think so. I we, think I need, so. we need to check it out. But All right. Well, I wonder. I don't think it matters because you won anyway. I know. I just wanted to get my lead even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if we can find out non-member FedEx Cup point accumulation. Mm. Hmm. It says there's That's... a list, just not really? on the main list. Let me see what I can find here. That is interesting. Um, FedEx Cup season points for non-members. Seriously? Yeah, there's a list. Huh. Wow. Ooh, I'm going to check. 
just who is a non-member that has the most FedEx Cup points? John Augustine has 86 points. So Will Zalatoris is on there for last year. 12, 1,300 points. Yes. Wow. So we're not screwed in that situation anymore. We can actually find out. Correct. I guess we can, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Can I can I take Hojin Gurgen now? Sure. Let me see if you want to. There. No, I'm going to stick with Burger. Hojin Gurgen. His name just becomes a hum. Yeah. Nikolai Hojin. <laughs> 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 a little yeah mm. like a rain dance <laughs> ah, too funny too funny okay now that we did the odds anybody got anything else um well I've been trying to figure out stuff with shaft so oh you want to get some shaft we can some shaft yeah, talk yeah I mean how do you decide a shaft well did you so yesterday you played and you told me that you had it on a different setting. Have you taken into consideration what I said was starting it at standard neutral and just seeing what your ball flight does and then tweaking it from there? No, I started automatically at uh, minus one. Yeah. So I think when this TR shaft gets here, we put it on. You put it on at standard neutral or whatever the Callaway setting is for that. Um, go to five iron, get some data, and then just save the best shots at each setting and then tweak it from there and figure out which setting works best for you. Yeah, I think I'm I, well, I think I want to go tour tip on the on the Callaway and just do minus two upright. I mean that's where Julian says I should live on the upright setting. Trey says I should live on the upright setting. Um but it's just like, you know, a lot of people don't have the access to data like we do. It's true. So it's like, where do you, how do you even start? I mean, a lot of people don't even know. I think shafts are the most important aspect, more important than a head, really. And it's oh, absolutely like, it is. And it's like where... That's what baffles my mind has, has how much retail golf is sold in America. And people are taking those shafts that are not designed to do anything but hold a head and go play right. golf. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bob joked with me. Uh, he was, I was hitting it, and he was, I was like, so what's the stock shaft? And I'm like, oh, it's this. And he's like, you're just above stock shafts, though, right? <laughs> I laughed. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. I yeah, mean, I, I, am. I, am, I am, you know, I'm... I'm not the smartest have, golfer, have but I have you seen my $400 putter shaft box? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's not so much that I'm above it. It's just that I have the information to know that it does make a difference. So Absolutely it's, it does, you know, and it's like a lot of people don't realize how important that aspect is. And this is what's baffling to me is I'm playing a seven X Fujikara Black, I swing at 100 miles an hour. There's no way in the world I should have ever put that shaft in my driver head and swung. But fortunate enough, Sean. Right, and that's, iron, the, that's the same shaft Rory has in his driver, right? Yeah, right. And, I mean, I'm not doing to it what Rory does to it, 
but what I do with my swing and that shaft, it just works. It just works for me. It, it's, you know, I'm not hitting that high ballooning fade, um, you know, when I actually swing the way I'm supposed to. Um, you know, I, I hit some really good drives. Um, and I may be losing a little bit of distance just because that I don't get the the whip out of it that I could with other ones, but I my control is so much better with it. Yeah. I, I just think it's interesting that it's such an aspect of golf clubs that a lot of people don't understand. And there's so much mystery to it. And like, there's so many numbers that like, I still don't even understand, you know, like, I mean, I get torque and I get like flexes and all that. And they, they throw out numbers for these butt flexes and these, but every manufacturer has something different and it's, it's, you know, it's just, it's just interesting. And I think a lot of golfers could benefit from understanding understanding that aspect a bit more absolutely they could and you know what's it's terrible but it's kind of cool too is there's no industry standard right there's no one yeah exactly you know a a, a 7x from fujikara is not <laughs> a 7x from graphite design they are exactly. completely different or usd mamiya or you know whoever and it you know it takes some time to find something that works yeah and and you know um retail golfers go and buy something off the rack and they think oh stiff shaft on you know i swing at this speed but it's so it's so like unique and different and and for every golfer it is completely different how you deliver the club to the ball how you swing it it's well, just, I, I think as more golfers are starting to become more aware of how important the shaft is you've seen the club manufacturers make a change because before it was, you know, I remember because I still have my my stock shafts from the Rockaballs clubs that I had, you know, and it's it's a tailor made golf shaft, <laughs> yeah. you know, and um, that's what it was. It they were the cheapest, cheapest that they could possibly mass produce to put in those heads to make their bottom line even better. And now you're seeing a lot of the manufacturers offer shaft upgrades. Mm -hmm. or their stock shafts. I mean, I think Wilson was one of the first brands with that Triton to where they had a, an upgraded shaft that was regular retail price. You know, they were giving the customers, hey, we're going to put a better shaft in this for you guys. Um, and, and you're starting to see that a lot now, more now. Like, you, you had a Tensei come with that Callaway Rogue, right? Yeah, but that's not like a, that's a stock Tensei, you know? It's an AV, it's not a CK. Yeah, but it's still better than what was in the shaft right yeah oh yeah 10 years sure. ago yeah so i mean but that's what people getting... that's a lot of people don't understand is that the tensi i have that came stock is an av the tensies that pros play are cks completely different completely different you know but so people see the they have a look so they go ooh, ooh that's yeah. what that's what jordan's playing so. right exactly but there's so much under the paint you know when Obviously, these shaft manufacturers are dedicating a lot of technology to the to the to the industry and understanding different things. That, I mean, when you spend three hundred fifty dollars on a shaft, there's a reason. But people are like, could you could you I imagine, spend six hundred dollars on a driver? I got to spend four hundred more on a shaft. Like, could you imagine a club champion in nineteen ninety five? 
there would have been, you know, six shafts on the wall. Yeah. Try this tailor-made shaft in this paint yeah. driver. <laughs> oh, you want a bubble shaft in a Titleist yeah. driver? Yeah. Right. I mean, there was, there was pour nothing out, back Pour that out, though, first. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And now, I mean, my God. So many. I mean, we got limitless possibilities. Now, wedge, limitless possibilities. And but there's a reason, right? Because there's so many different varieties and so many different claims and so many different. You just have you got to try them out. You have to try them out. Well, we have the technology to understand the data, and the data shows what is the, uh, you know, way that you should deliver ahead to a ball to get the right launch and spin and all this shit. Back then, they didn't have it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I just put the uh, the Nippon Modus uh, 115 wedge shafts in my wedges, and man, I really like them. Really yeah. like them. I really got to get my 60 up to you with the with that recoil, so I can put that recoil in that 60 finally. Yeah, come on, come on. The breakfast ball shop is open. Yeah, I was talking to um, well when we played uh, Paiute yesterday. We played with uh, Tom Latch and uh, Jared. Dude, Jared knows Casey from Cascada. He went to high school with him. So he knows a oh, bunch wow. of the dudes I kind of hung out with in school. But, man, what an incredible talent with woodworking. If you look oh, at his yeah. page, saw holy, that. Oh, my goodness. holy shit, man. Incredible skills on with wood. Insane. But um, yeah, Also, um, shout out to Jeremy number two uh, in the VGN. He makes putter stands. Oh really? Oh, I didn't know yes. That. Yeah. So I'll I'll send you a picture of what he's he's doing because we're gonna get I'm gonna get one here because I told him he goes you got you some putters one. he goes you got some putters to display I'm like no no <laughs> I'm working on a lot of putters is building my clays are you ordering <laughs> uh, yeah Matt those specs are a little bit too much uh, don't don't have a design for 18 putters <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah I was talking uh, to Jared and. Uh, you know, he noticed I had recoils in, and he's interested in recoils, and um, he hit them at uh, the Superstore, called Superstore, Las Vegas called Superstore, and was interested in them and was asking me about them. Um, but I told him, you know, get some shafts and hit up Matt. He can build them for you. He built mine because he had a lot of questions. You know, it looks like he's trying to understand, like, a lot of the aspects of shafts, and these are longer. Why are they? And blah, blah, blah. So I – but you can go – it's – Golf, you can just go so damn deep. Wormhole. TikTok Worm, wormhole. Wormhole. TikTok wormhole. Man. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's show. It's going to get really fucking cold this week. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, wind. not going Wednesday. Sorry. <laughs> you can have that shit. I'm not going out in 35 <laughs> degree, maybe snow weather, even with your cart cover and I don't heater. think it's going to be that bad. I would, but I got to work. I yeah. I won't and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hit me up in a couple months when it's beautiful out. Uh, so I, I don't know how much golf we're going to get. I may play Sunday with uh, Dan out at Paiute and Jeremy. So uh, I may have to, that. to skip this week. Maybe. Maybe. Oh my I got to find a babysitter Saturday Oh my because I can't play Sunday. Uh oh. But if I can't play Sunday and I can't play Saturday, I've got to sneak out Friday afternoon. Well, I might be down for that. So, yeah. Talk when does the shaft get here? You just, they sent you uh, tracking? Well, no, because it's President's Day, so nothing happened today. Oh. Okay. Holiday. 
Celebrate. So I'm hoping uh, Thursday, Friday. So hopefully it gets here and then we can have it for the weekend. For the weekend. Yeah. And Jeremy, I got this to, uh, I'll be putting your initials on the coin. Thank you. Joe got the uh, net coin. <sighs> I feel so stupid. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to see it the other day. Oh, we didn't. We didn't talk. We didn't tell everybody this. Joe would have won the gross. <laughs> yes, he would have. <laughs> That's how well he played. Uh, there it is. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. I know, right? But this—that is the one time this year that I will beat all those guys. Oh, and I told him no, because Trevor on. was Trevor was saying he goes, "Do you should a guy that wins gross be playing a net?" And I'm like, I said, look, he had two incredible birdies that if he missed those shots, he probably would have got four more strokes than what he did because, you know, who knows where those balls end up. Um, mm-hmm. And I said, but he, he played really well. And I, I said, I'm not going to, because he was saying that maybe we should do like an 80% of handicap or 50% yeah. of handicap for See, the See, but only guys. my good, like only my really good rounds are going to win. Yeah. And my um, good rounds are every I, 20 I'm, rounds. If somebody has a really good round on a tournament, I'm not one to slight them for that. I mean, yeah. you and showed up with, and played great. With that score, it's going to drop my handicap. Yep. So next time out, I'm not going to have as many strokes. So, But, yeah, I I am a little bummed about that because that would have been the one the one time this year <laughs> I would have beat. Like, I can beat Jeremy occasionally. I can beat Dan occasionally. I can beat Trey occasionally. But to beat all those guys... That's one rare, that's a rare occurrence. At a great course, it's tough, yeah. for sure. At a great course too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did take so, it a little um, more seriously this past weekend, though. Next event is at Wild Horse. If you're listening to this and you're liking what you're hearing about the VGN, um, sign up, man. We're we're still taking signups. Um, yeah, Fernando, got, we're waiting on you, man. I got two spots that I'm going to keep open for the championship guys. The $200 membership with the gift bag. Um, and then if we get those two, I'm going to shut that down. Um, and then it'll be the hundred dollar memberships for the rest of the year. So if you want in and you can make up points really quickly, um, cause you know, uh, the points are a little bit different this year. Um, giving out more points, uh, giving out points for playing in events, turning in scorecards. Um, also the majors points are doubled and we have two of them. So uh, points are available. So don't feel like if you miss an event, you're not going to be able to, uh, you know, compete for that $1,000 uh, prize of uh, player of the year in each division, by the way. Man, must be pretty profitable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Oh, oh, oh I, I wish I were, where did I need the, uh, where did I, oh, here it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, I was telling Jeremy before you hopped on that he needs to come over here and sit and watch me go through the process. No, of, you put uh, in a, you put in a lot of work, man. You, you really oh, do. For sure. Uh, it's Dude, a lot of fun. The I'm reason it was the reason it ran as smooth as it did is be, all because of everything you've done for the months leading up to it. So you've well, done thank you. a killer thank job. And yeah. I, th- I think uh, everybody had a really good time, and and a lot of people are looking forward to the next event. So yeah, you know, get in on this. You're not gonna want to miss out on it. It's a lot of fun. Um, so we'll be back next week talking about the bear trap and Nikolai uh, winning. And next week, we didn't even mention we're five iron playoffs next weekend. Next week, yeah, yeah, no, no five iron this week. Uh, they took it off for President's Day because a lot of guys play Monday nights. And uh, so next week, playoffs, number one seed, baby. 
Let's yep. do it again. Back to back. Back to back trip. You can plan to those Georgia? trips. Yeah. You, two weeks in Georgia is what you guys will be doing. Yeah. Yes. That's that's the goal. That's the end goal. Yeah. <laughs> that would be Okay. Sweet. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Oh, hey, you know what? I, I, I One last thing. Um, we haven't had a, a review on iTunes in almost a year. Wow. The last review was in March of 2021. Um, I know a lot of guys listen on Spotify, but you can rate on Spotify now as well, review. Um, but if you're on iTunes and you listen and you like the show, just drop us a little love on there. It, it really actually does help us grow the show and, and get more more ears. And on you can the, do it every three months, right? I have no idea. Something like that. I think you can <laughs> do it every so, three yeah. months. Can yeah. you? Oh, I, I have so no I gotta go I've do never it left a review for us. So. Oh, wow. What an asshole. I'm sorry. I don't want to be that guy. Oh, I've done it. I'll just create a fake account i'll use my kids account that's what i'll do yeah yeah you got like four people in your house you could do it for each person right what the hell am i doing yeah what are you doing Terrible. should have had many four reviews in the past year at least theo have a itunes account yet <laughs> gonna sign him up <laughs> <laughs> child prodigy golfer <laughs> at itunes.net uh, all right so yeah if you can please do that um give us a follow on our socials um check out the vgn check out chasing aces Check out Bob West. It's a hell of a golfing real estate agent. Yeah. All right. Until next week, everybody. Um, Try to, if you can. It's going to be cold in Vegas, so we may not be able to. But if you can, get out and chase some daylight. Later. Later.